Changes to nursing degrees. The Ukrainian Prime Minister receives some touching aid. And a massive, massive shake-up at the ABC. Hello and welcome to the Batuta's Daily News Bulletin. My name is Errol Parker. Joining us here on Wednesday, the 24th of May, is Wendell Hussey. Wendell, what's making news today, mate? Well, happy hump day to you, Errol. We're going to start off with some tertiary-related news and mandatory work placements will be brought in for nursing students, which will include at least 1,000 hours of crying yourself to sleep. Yes, and some news that proves the government is actually listening to the cries of burnt-out students across the nation. It's now believed 1,000 hours of crying yourself to sleep will now be recognised as part of the mandatory work placement. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? Education Australia spokesperson Angela Ferretti said that this is a positive move and one that should make students' lives a little easier. As she said to us, we're aware that there's pretty much no incentive to study something like nursing outside the goodness of your own heart, especially for students who are unable to live at home for free for a few years. In addition to studying full-time and undergoing thousands of hours of free labour, students also have to find time to work and somehow scrape enough money together to pay for food, rent and travel expenses. But luckily now, students can include all their crying as part of their study. So it should save them probably two and a half months, I'd say. I'd say so, mate. But look, the life of a nursing student... That'd get me on the phone to Lifeline every night. (laughs) And to international news, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is touched by the Kiwi Prime Minister's offer to send over the Air Force's doorless Cessna 206 with two revolvers to shoot from it. Talk about bringing in the big guns. The small island nation of New Zealand has offered the people of Ukraine the use of their entire Air Force fleet after Kiwi Prime Minister Cross Hopkins said it would be better put to use elsewhere. Obviously, a lot of peacetime in New Zealand at the moment. Yes, yes, that uh, Cessna is just gathering dust there, Wendell. The Royal New Zealand Air Force is made up entirely of four middle-aged men from central Otago. There's two pilots, Gordon McIntyre and Roy Saunders, one ground mechanic named Ainsley Blaine, and a gunner. His name is Neil McRory. And laugh all you want at it, but Neil McCrory is a gun, gun shot. Prime Minister Hipkins has stressed to the people of New Zealand that Gordon, Roy, Ainsley and Neil won't be heading to Ukraine to fight themselves. It will just be the airplane and the guns that will be going over there to assist Ukrainian forces. Yes, he said he was very proud to say that Vladimir Zelensky was very touched by the gesture. And in addition to the entire Air Force... It's understood by the advocate that Mr. Hopkins uh, also offered him the use of the Navy's centre console Tinny, but the Ukrainian president uh, had to explain to him that the Turkish would not let any foreign military vessels through the Bosphorus Strait. (laughs) There you go, some journalistic news now, and Daryl the Big Man Broman has been named as the new host of Q&A. Yes, ABC journalist and host of the flagship current affairs program Q&A, Stan Grant, he's had to resign from the organisation this week after receiving almost non-stop racial abuse since taking up the job in 2021, which led to the ABC's programming head, Siren Rail, hoping the show will go in a new direction. Yeah, he told The Advocate, a familiar face to the people in New South Wales and Queensland who enjoy sports, will be returning to screens across Australia. Daryl the Big Man Broman is the new host of Q&A and will be joined each week by sporting personalities from major codes Australia-wide. And I believe, Errol Parker, they're going 
all out for the first episode. They are. They've got Peter Sterling, Blocker Roach, Gus Gould, Matty Johns, and of course, the big man's old boss, Paul Fatty Vorden. And I've heard on the grapevine that they're going to dress up Peter Sterling as Vladimir Putin and have him beamed into the studio for an interview with the big man. But the big man is not going to know that it's all a, a cunning ruse by the uh, network heads. That is pretty good stuff. Champagne television, and then they're going to get the big man to ride a moped up a chain link fence like he did on Channel 9 all those years ago. Obviously get him to jump out of a plane as well. Mate, if there's one thing that Australians love, it's it's a remake of something that didn't need to mm. be remade. I want to see Anthony Albanese wax, though, in fairness. Now, a quote of the day comes from Little Jack Horner in Coogee, who is charging $10.90 for a side of avocado. Owner of the cafe, BJ McHatton, defended his decision to raise costs, stating that we are a quality product. Everything we offer is premium from our location to our chefs. People might not see the value in that, but we are more than food on a plate. Well, fair enough. Look, if you're going out for breakfast in County Coogee, I guess, you know, you've got to be prepared to, you know, part with, you know, half a week's wage. That's five minutes of overtime on one of the construction sites down there. I would not be caught going out for dinner in Coogee, I'll tell Mm. you what. There is simply not enough money in online digital publishing, as as we have seen in recent weeks with the collapse of BuzzFeed News and Mm. uh, the Vice. Yeah, Vice and Bus. You know, here's a solution for you if you don't want to pay $10.90 for a side of avocado. Just don't go to that cafe or restaurant. Yeah, just or just don't eat avocado because it's fucking rank. Mm, it's actually quite tasteless. But anyway, yeah. that's it for today. Bye-bye. Ciao.